Hey, what's going on, Buckeye Nation? Thank you for stopping by, and welcome to the Buckeye Zone. Oh, boy. How do you guys feel about the game that the Buckeyes just had against Wisconsin? They're looking better and better each and every week. That's a, that's basically my assessment, and I am thoroughly enjoy that game. I know some people don't quite enjoy the blowouts, but uh, personally, I love watching our Buckeyes play. I don't care if it's a blowout or not. Uh, actually, I prefer most of their games to be blowouts because that just tells me that they're one of the best teams in the nation, and they acted accordingly. They ended up winning uh, 52-21 to 21 there at the Horseshoe. Special game because uh, they had a blackout. That's where all the fans wear black t-shirts, and our boys in scarlet and gray, they were dressed in all black, and you know, the traditionalists were going to say, oh, that's terrible. No. Personally, I like it. Um, I like to try to keep things uh, conservative as much as possible. But you know what? Have some fun with it. You know, the recruits like it. I know they had a whole bunch there in attendance for that game. And uh, plenty of four and five stars were there. Not nearly as big as of a spe- uh, spectacle it was for uh, the Notre Dame game. But, you know, they had quite a few recruits visiting in town there. Uh, for this game, and the Buckeyes didn't disappoint. And, you know, it was, what, 21 nothing after the first quarter alone, um, 45-7 after the third quarter. Buckeyes, you know, they took care of business. They looked the part. They looked like a top, you know, top four team, but, you know, I would say they looked like the best team in the nation. Um, I honestly think, you know, they just they did what they needed to do. They looked the part. They looked like one of the best teams in the nation. Um, You know, most of the time when I do a recap or a review of the game, I usually go with the offense, but defensively, I was impressed. You know, like I said, after three quarters, they had only given up seven points. Um, Wisconsin's running back, Allen, you know, overall, he looked uh, decent. Um, His numbers, you know, look really good against Buckeyes. It was 23 carries for 165 yards and a touchdown. But put things in perspective, he did, you know, a big chunk play um, while the second team was in. You know, the the first team, which is the way I want to evaluate, you know, their success and failures, they held them under 100 yards while the first team was in. And that's good enough for me. Uh, Wisconsin usually has a good offensive line. You know their MO, they want to pound the rock, and those running backs are, you know, going to feast behind such a a big offensive line. And Ohio State's defense, um, you know, in years past, would have given up probably even more yards than that, but they looked apart. They look like they're locked in and ready to go under Jim Knowles, and I can't give him enough compliments for the things that he's done so far, and, and the defense has looked pretty solid the first four weeks of the season um you know defensively you know our boys were out there with only three scholarship cornerbacks and the top three uh corners weren't playing they were uh injured you know we had brown burke and and jordan hancock they were all missing in action so the other guys had to step up and that's why it's so important why you need to build depth is because you are going to incur incur injuries throughout the year. And that's why I don't mind having these blowouts because usually in the second half, 
most of the time in the fourth quarter, um, you're going to have, you know, the second team guys in there getting very important game reps. You know, it, it, they need to have live action. You know, it's one thing to do it in practice, but to go out there in a game in front of fans, it's going to be important. And, you know, what this, these first four or five weeks, you know, they have the uh, privilege of doing it here at home. Now, things get a little trickier on the road with uh, maybe more more hostile environments. Then it starts to, you know, maybe play into your hand of just keeping the first team guys out there a little bit longer. But, you know, I didn't really see a whole lot of problems with uh, the defense. I mean, my goodness, whenever you hold an opposing quarterback under 100 passing yards for the entire game, that's... That's no small feat, guys, especially in today's, uh, you know, football. It's it's wide open. The spread offenses, I know Wisconsin doesn't really play a spread offense, uh, but it, it's pass happy. You, you see video game-like numbers all the time. And to hold a team under 100 passing yards, uh, or, or I should say a player like that, that's, you know, Congratulations, pat the pat the defense on the back. They they were up to the task, and you know it, it looked like um, Graham Mertz, you know the quarterback for Wisconsin, was going to uh, struggle. You know the crowd obviously was into it. Uh, they were all juiced up. You know it's a night game, uh, special occasion, the blackout. You know I think that first series he went out and he didn't put the ball where it needed to be. Um, he should have thrown the ball closer to the sideline and instead he kind of threw it behind the receiver and Tanner McAllister you know a transfer from Oklahoma State picked it off and had you know kind of a nice run run back um got pulled down to the 15 yard line but you know the defense was up to the challenge and they were looking good McAllister also had a big time big time pass breakup uh looked like there was going to be a uh, a long touchdown pass uh, down the right sideline, and it was on the money. But McAllister made an impressive athletic play. Uh, he had to run a long ways to get uh, to the receiver because the receiver had beaten, you know, one of the backup corners that were playing. And you know, McAllister, he's a senior. He showed his uh, experience. You know, he was. Uh, a big-time player for uh, Oklahoma State and Jim Knowles down there uh, in Big 12 country and timed it up perfect, uh, knocking the ball free from the receiver. So highly impressed with him, and, you know, he's almost like a, another coach out on the field. And it, you, you can't, you can't uh, take it lightly, the, the game reps and the experience that, you know, uh, Tanner McAllister is bringing out there. And what all these other guys are doing uh, so far this first quarter of the, the season. Uh, Tommy Eichenberg, holy smokes, he looks like a man possessed, doesn't he? He had 14 total tackles out there. He was running around making plays. He looked impressive. He, he's been looking pretty good ever since that Rose Bowl game. I think we talked about him last week. Uh, you know, he, he's looking better than, do I dare say it, Alabama's Will Anderson. Okay, yep, I just said it. So, uh, you know, he's higher on everybody's prospect list, and I think the NFL scouts need to 
be taking a, a serious look at Tommy Eichenberg because he's been uh, doing some great things uh, the last, I don't know, five, six games carrying over from uh, last season. And sticking with uh, linebackers, or should I say former linebacker, Cade Stover. That's right, I'm switching over to offense. Cade Stover is a beast. He has been highly impressive this uh, first part of the season, making catches left and right. Uh, looks like he's going to be a solid tight end. And you know what? Holy smokes. He ended up having four catches for 51 yards, and he got his first two touchdowns in his collegiate career. I mean, I, I don't know what else to say about this guy. He looks like he is a man possessed. He looks like he owns that tight end position. He's going to be looking uh, highly impressive throughout the rest of the year. I, I expect big things from him, and you know that's been a knock for you know the uh, offenses for Ohio State for years is that they don't utilize the tight end. And the tight ends, to me personally, I would throw it to them more often. You know, they create a you know a mismatch uh, and a problem for opposing defenses. You know, they're usually bigger than. Uh, guys in the secondary who might want to try to cover them and they're quicker typically than the linebackers so once they get past that uh first level you know they they can create some problems and Cade Stover he is playing on a different level at the moment and it's been it's certainly been fun to watch him run around out there making plays and and I don't know he He's playing with a reckless abandonment because he could be getting himself seriously hurt, jumping over guys and, and falling on his back and his head. But, you know, he looks like he's a tough dude. Um, he's a farmer, and he's, I don't know, maybe it's just built in his DNA, the way he was grown, he grew up, that, you know, he's going to take these hits, and he's also going to deliver hits too. Uh, he looks, uh, like I said, like a beast out there on offense. Uh, the man throwing him the ball, C.J. Stroud, uh, he was in the game late. I kind of think uh, Ryan Day was keeping him out there to try to pad his stats a little bit. I mean, he only had 281 yards, but he got him in for uh, his fifth touchdown, and then he quickly pulled him after that. Uh, you know, keep delivering the ball like that. You keep getting four or five touchdowns a game. You know, you're going to be where you need to be at the end of the year when it comes to individual accolades and, and awards so um you know keep doing what you're doing young fella because you're you're looking highly impressive out there uh let's see henderson and williams they can just they continue to just deliver uh rush on the ball they both had over 100 yards each uh henderson had 121 no touchdowns that's okay uh williams had 100, 101 yards for two touchdowns uh, he looks, you know, both these guys, I think, understand, um, you know, the workload uh, mentality, uh, saving their legs uh, for later in the season. If they both share the workload, you know, they're all going to be preserving their bodies uh, because I have a feeling they both want to play in the NFL and they both want to be drafted high. Um, I know that typically doesn't happen uh, anymore in today's NFL, but, you know, you could still get drafted in the second or third round. Still make some decent money, but, you know, want to be somewhat fresh and, and, and produce at that level because, you know, the, the money's honestly coming in that second contract. So, um, you know, 
jumping the gun there with going uh, <laughs> talking about the NFL futures, but uh, Henderson Williams, you know, looking good uh, first part of the season here, and they are definitely going to be, um, uh, you know, they should be sharing the workload like that uh, the rest of the season. Looking good. Uh, touchdown receptions by Mecca Obuka, who had two. Julian Fleming had one, and once again, like I said previously, Kate Stover had two. Mecca Obuka also had over 100 yards uh, receiving. Looks impressive. He's definitely stepped up while uh, Jackson Smith Najiba has been out. Please don't rush him back. Uh, there's no reason to get JSN out there and and injured anymore while uh, the uh, uh, team is going to be hosting. Uh, who are we playing? Rutgers. <laughs> Had a brain fart there. Uh, Marvin Harrison uh, didn't quite do so hot. Um, he, you know, I think that he was basically being double teamed. And, you know, everybody's watching him. And speaking of watching him, what was he doing wearing those fancy cleats? Louis Vuitton? I don't know what that means. Uh, had an Apple Watch during the game. And I noticed uh, coaches probably pulled him aside and and told him uh, to change and to remove the watch because uh, he didn't have those on in the second half. And um, I think the defense there for Wisconsin was um, making sure Harrison wasn't going to go running wild on him. So other guys stepped up, obviously Stover, uh, Ibuka. Fleming has looked good. I'm really happy for that young guy. Uh, with all the injuries he's dealt with, um, it's it's good that um, to see him finally out there and contributing in a big way. Offensively, they had over 500 yards again. Awesome. Uh, defensively, gave up less than 300 yards, so that looks great too. You know, I'm not going to complain about anything like that. Um, maybe small takeaways. Uh, Stroud threw an interception late uh, in the second quarter, right before half. I think, you know, they were trying to push the ball down the field, maybe try to get a field goal, maybe like a, running a, a one-minute offense, two-minute offense, uh, trying to get some game reps that way. But, um, you know, maybe they should have just ran the ball out, ran the clock out, I mean, uh, and he wouldn't have thrown that interception. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, he still looked uh, highly impressive uh, throughout the game. Um, maybe two other small takeaways, um, maybe small concerns. Uh, defensively, when they're kicking the ball off, they had – Wisconsin had a couple bigger runs. I don't know if they got to the 50-yard line, but definitely to the 40 and 45. Um, I think on at least two occasions. Might need to clean up special teams uh, in that area. And, you know, I would like to see, you know, Henderson and Williams break off some bigger runs. Maybe they'll do that against Rutgers. They're like a 40-point favorite. But um, for the most part, uh, they look solid too. Just, you know, kind of noticing they haven't had those big gains for a touchdown like 60 yarders 50 60 yarder runs um but you know what that's fine i'm cool with it uh buckeyes have looked great they've like i said dominated wisconsin uh 40 or excuse me 52 to 21 they're gonna be hosting um ruckers and uh this next week so look forward to that it's gonna be on the big 10 network and um Hopefully everybody who's going to be in attendance has some fun, stay safe, and go Bucks.